0: And welcome to SAP HANA Cloud Platform Podcast, Episode 13. Today is September 25, 2015. And we are bringing this episode to you from Bangalore, India. I am Supriya Umbarkar and I work in the SAP Product Management Team. In our episode today, we will take a deep dive into portal as a service on HANA Cloud Platform. I have two experts with me today, Yareev Vzoor and Chandra Mohar Shankaran, uh, joining for, these, for this expert session. Uh, before that let's look at some of the updates on HCP uh, that are released this week so if you're using eclipse tools for development you will notice that uh, hana.ondemand.com will not be set as default host for deployment of your applications so when you set up your SDK and developer tools you will have to explicitly set the host that uh, you use frequently for deployment of course uh, while you are defining a new server to deploy your application you can always change the uh, default host setting and use a different host that you want the cockpit ui has been redesigned to give it a more modern look and feel coming to the iot based applications the remote data sync service uh, that was in beta version is now generally available the Remote Data Sync service is a service used to synchronize structured data between many remote databases and a consolidated database running on the HANA Cloud platform. So it is an important component of IoT applications running on NCP that have a more of an online-offline uh, use case. For those of you who have missed uh, our previous release notes, a Remote Data Sync uh, service is uh, actually a new name for uh, the mobiling service on NCP. The SAP HANA version uh, 97.02 is now productively available. Some of you uh, might still be using the old uh, netweaver.ondemand.com domain. So this old domain will be disabled uh, in sometime in Q4 2015. So the HANA Cloud Platform will be accessible only on hana.ondemand.com. So please make sure uh, if you have any links uh, in your documentation, uh, if you have any bookmarks, any automations, uh, services that you have written, or um, anything else. Uh, so that uh, continues to use only hana.ondemand.com and not the older domain. For for our browser support, uh, Safari version 7.0 or higher is supported. As Safari versions older than 7.0 are no longer supported. Now coming to the events around the corner. So, of course, the biggest event of the year for SAP, that is ticket is just around the corner. So, uh, to reiterate, the dates are October 19th for Las Vegas in US and November 10th for Barcelona in Spain. So, block your calendars. In case you cannot join in person, then you can uh, always watch it online on Ticket Live. Uh, There is a partner workshop planned on 6th and 7th October covering SAP Predictive Analytics that is happening uh, in World of Germany. So if you want, you can register uh, for this workshop and you are around Waldorf, Germany, then you could uh, attend this workshop in person. We now come to the expert discussion uh, part of our podcast. Uh, for today, uh, we will discuss uh, portal services on the HANA Cloud platform. And uh, I have with me two experts, uh, Yarev Zur uh, from the product research and development team, so yariv hi and thanks for joining us today
1: hi everyone nice to be here
0: Uh, so can you tell in short what do you do in sap
1: so i keep telling people that my job description is that i've been apologizing for sap's ui for the last 10 years (laughs) but officially um i manage the product management team of a, a group called cloud experience and under our domain are the cloud portal, the enterprise portal, Fiori Launchpad, uh, SAP Web IDE, um, SAP Fiori Cloud Edition, and some additional component. In general, we focus on rebuilding SAP's uh, user experience tool set on HCP uh, on, on our cloud platform. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: that's really impressive. Uh, so, Yari, you are joining us today from Ranana Israel, right? Did I even say that
1: correctly, Ranana? Yes, you said that perfectly. <laughs> well, the S&P lab in Israel has been here for the last uh, 10 or 15 years, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, more than uh, uh, 600 employees focusing on cloud experience, connected cars, uh, cloud engineering, and many other interesting products.
0: Mm-hmm. Great, great. Uh, Okay, so uh, the next expert uh, for today is Chandra Mohan Shankaran. He is also from the development team for uh, Cloud Portal. Chandra Mohan, can you tell us something about yourself?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, Thank you, um, Supriya. So nice to be here again. And uh, my name is Chandra Mohan. I'm a developer manager here in SAP Labs, Bangalore. So my team acts as the first customer for um, the topics that Yari was mentioning, be it WebID, Enterprise Portal, uh, cloud portal or um, theory launchpad and we also do a lot of uh, sessions more evangelizing all these products for india and uh, across different events as well here so nice to uh, meet you in this format uh, yarev yes we go
1: way back i think we've done several tickets together um, so now we do this virtual as well great
0: okay so let's start
2: you want to start yeah yeah okay so um uh, the fundamental question that comes or pops up in the mind of people when they hear about hana cloud portal or what is it and how is it different from the traditional enterprise portal
1: so this is a very good question Uh, i'll start with the um, with the executive summary so to say the cloud portal is nothing like the Enterprise Portal, formerly known as the NetWeaver Portal, in the sense that it's not the same code, it's not the same Java stack, it's not the same features. Uh, uh, These are barely the same concept. We did not take the existing Enterprise Portal, put it on a hosted uh, version and say this is a cloud. What we did with the HANA Cloud Portal was rebuild from scratch uh, on http on the HANA Cloud Platform, what a portal should look like, given cloud, given mobility, given multi-tenancy, and given the business needs which we see now within our users. So in that sense, the cloud portal is nothing like uh, the enterprise portal. You cannot just move content from one to another. That being said, the value proposition of a portal not necessarily SAP's doesn't really change so a portal is a central place where you can bring together and integrate users content uh, whether it's business content or unstructured content different applications from different vendors reports and everything else which you need to have a single gateway or a single entry point to all the business needs of various users based on their roles. So in that sense, the cloud portal and the on-premise portal are the same. But as mentioned before, they are not a continuation of one another, but rather a complementary offering with a bit different use cases.
2: That's cool, uh, Yareul. So uh, just to add a few pointers over there, so we have three primary use cases, right? One is the on-premise solution with Enterprise portal, and then we have this cloud hosted um portal solutions where we just uh, take the on-premise version and then host it on top of the cloud and then the third version is where we have this um infrastructure as a service platform as a service where um cloud portal also comes under the umbrella of uh, uh, platform as a service offerings right
1: yeah and, and in that sense if, if we look at cloud offerings there are two versions one is not really cloud but more of the uh, hosted or managed version Mm -hmm. and that's not very different than the existing portal which you have today the only difference is instead of you taking care of the hardware and maintenance then someone else is doing that for you Uh, in our case it would be SAP and that is called HANA Enterprise Cloud so we already have customers who are running their Enterprise Portal or EP on HANA Enterprise Cloud And it's the same code line, the same features, everything. It's just a TCO decision. Whether you want to own the hardware and manage it, or you let someone else do that for you, and that's really a a financial decision at the end of the day. That's option one. Option two is the cloud portal on HCP. The cloud portal, the way we position this is that it is yet another service. Within SAP's uh, UX services on HCP, or something we like to call UX as a service. Basically, it's one of the tools you would use when you build your user experience on HCP together with uh, Web IDE, with Fiori Launchpad, with the scene designer, with everything uh, else um, available on HCP under the category of
2: UX. Okay, uh, so. To put it in a one-liner area, we have enterprise portal, which is the single point of entry for on-premise applications and uh, we are positioning cloud portal as a single point of entry for all the cloud-based applications. Does this mean that um, now uh, our customers can also use this as a single point of entry for our other cloud-based um, products uh, like SuccessFactor, Ariba?
1: So that's a good question. I, I would I would put it this way. Uh, first of all, the, the three main use cases of Cloud Portal would be one, extending on-premise applications to externals. For instance, if you have um, a, an existing business process on your uh, ERP or ECC system, uh, you could build a new UI run it on cloud portal, thus extending that business process to external facing use cases. It would be use case number one or, or category number one of use cases. Use case number two, and this is what you just alluded to in, in your question, would be to extend cloud application. So whether you want to extend our cloud for customer offering or whether you want to extend uh, success factors or Reba, or also non-SAP cloud uh, applications. You can do that by building new UIs or new applications running on HCP and exposing them via the portal. And this is, uh, uh, I would say, a very common use case, especially around the cloud for customer. And maybe we'll deep dive into that a bit later. Number three would be to build new applications running on HCP and exposed via the cloud portal. I noticed that these three categories of use cases are the same ones which we have for HCP in general. So they are not unique to the portal. The portal is its not just the entry page for cloud-based uh, applications. It's an entry, it's an entry point, uh, right? And, and it can serve whether you're using cloud, you're using on-prem, or you're using a hybrid. Which is even a more common scenario. So, let's say you want to build a new site for your suppliers, and some functionality comes from your on premise uh, SRM system, some functionality comes from Ariba, and some functionality enabling the suppliers to lodge complaints is implemented in your Cloud for Service module within Cloud for Customer. The one point where you can bring all of these together is the cloud portal and we have out-of-the-box connectivity and content packages or accelerators for cloud for customer and for success factors hopefully down the road we will also have for additional cloud applications such as Ariba, Glass,
2: uh, and Core. Great Yarev, uh, just to add to this um, your answer in terms of the use cases, um, uh, one thing that I have seen as a major pain point with a lot of customers with on-premise enterprise portal is that that uh, it becomes a little difficult for them to share their on-premise content via internet or the use case called external facing portal where one part of the chunk that needs to be exposed to their um, um, uh, suppliers or their, their consumers but um, it needs to be kind of opened up to the internet world without much of security issue and Cloud Portal really addresses this uh, use case pretty well with its offerings and um, also uh, we started discussing uh, about this user experience as well. So how unique is Cloud Portal in terms of user um, experience point of view compared to our traditional way of designing pages using Wibrant Pros and uh, some Java based uh, UIs?
1: Okay, so you want the good news or the bad news first? (laughs)
2: Always start with good. The good news
1: is that the UI or the user experience which you will get with Cloud Portal, and not just Cloud Portal, again, it's, it's part of a bigger story, with HCP, it's going to be modern and responsive, And based on either the Shiori UX paradigms or your own custom paradigm, leveraging uh, uh, HTML5 as the leading tool for building these new user experiences. That's the good news. The bad news is that you cannot just reuse your existing WebDipro Java, uh, WebDipro ABAP, I don't know what, BSP, HTMLB, and all the different UI technologies which we've been using in the on-premise uh, NetWeaver-based world. Um, the, one of the key principles of building the UIs UI within Cloud Portal or within HCP, actually. is first of all that we create this differentiation between the presentation layer and the business logic. So you cannot just take the existing with the code where everything is combined and, uh, and run it as is. In addition, this is a completely new Java stack, so you can't even ch- take the existing WebViewer Java application and run them on the HCP Java stack. Uh, what you can and should do is leverage in Gateway and OData, build this fire lane or, 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 or a differentiation between your business Logic and business process and the UI layer. And then once you have this differentiation or this clean separation, then you're able to rewrite the UI using HTML5, uh, Web IDE, if you want uh, our uh, uh, UI5 library and modern UI tools to run them on the cloud platform and and expose
2: via the cloud portal. Yeah, that's good. Point, but uh, to me it doesn't sound very bad because um, uh, I wouldn't want to expose all the UIs from my on-premise or cloud, right? I would just need to pick up the ones that I want to expose, and then I have to rewrite only the those screens which I want to expose it to my consumers or um, end users via cloud.
1: Yeah, and, and I think and I think one of the things which we're seeing
2: is that
1: it's not a rip and replace approach. Right, so so you've seen with customers, they have a big investment in their on-premise world. And they're saying, okay, we want to start cloud. They're not going to just shut down their on-prem systems and move to cloud. It doesn't work that way. right? They usually take one or two use cases, uh, build a new UI on the cloud, expose it to whoever they want to. And then they start iteratively uh, moving business process after business process from on-prem to the cloud. And maybe not everything will move, right? Because That's at the right. end of the day, the cost-benefit uh, discussion. If you have a sub GUI-based transaction in, in DINPRO, which is used by five people in your company, and they already know how to use it and you know it works, maybe it's not worth your time to start rebuilding that in HTML5 and fury. But if you have 100,000 employees who all hate doing their leave requests, and you can get an out-of-the-box Fiori app running on HCP, where all you need to do is just connect that to your uh, existing on-prem system and immediately you reach 100,000 people, then the economics are are very different. So it's usually like like SAP did with Fiori. Then you analyze according to usage and you start doing your own Pareto of where do I invest
2: first. Yeah, so just to reiterate in in, uh, some other words is that we continue our on-premise solutions and on-premise use cases uh, for business continuity, but wherever we want to innovate or create new applications or uh, renew the UI paradigm entirely, that's where we uh, focus more on the cloud space and then create this UI applications over there so that the existing on premise world is untouched and it continues as usual, and then we introduce this um, newer views and everything on top of Right.
1: Yeah, and and you know we we're, we're in the HCP podcast, so that's the focus. But on as, um, as part of my other uh, role, I'm also uh, responsible for the enterprise portal, and what we're seeing there is that we're investing a lot in enabling Fury as part of the experience um, of the on-prem enterprise portal in order to help uh, our customers first of all renovate their on-premise world as well and also to make the transition from on-premise to cloud easier it's not going to happen overnight but at some point we make the, the by By enabling your transition to Fiori within Enterprise Portal on one hand and two, adding more capabilities to Cloud Portal, at some point there's going to be a tipping point where you as an existing EP customer say, okay, now I have enough on the Cloud or enough critical mass to make this transition. But that's not to say that we're not investing in our on-prem world. We keep investing in our on-prem offering as well. Uh, like you said, first of all there will, all, will always be customers who want them to move to the cloud, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah, But also we need to make this transition uh, smoother because today there's no good transition story.
2: It's just you, you have to start from, from scratch basically. Yeah, well, I, I can clearly see that, that uh, the priorities and strategy from SAP uh, going to be a first uh, first step in terms of uh, having a hybrid solution where I have something on on on-premise, something on cloud and then I start building uh, applications where the data resides on on on-premise and then the UIs are exposed to your cloud. Uh, I think this will be the first stepping stone towards this um, transition, right? Correct.
1: So I I, I fully with you on this. These stepping stones We're now building this roadmap even today. We have components like the Cloud Connector, which is kind of the secret sauce of how you can do hybrid scenarios, right? Where you keep your ERP or your CRM or or everything intact on-prem and just expose the data in a secure and reliable manner to the applications running on your HCP account. This is a big stepping stone. And based on that, we already see the hybrid scenarios becoming more and more popular. And then at one point, you're going to make a decision. Okay, I can shut down my on-prem CRM and move to cloud for customer, but the application will still be there. You just you know need to reconfigure where the data is coming from.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's the beauty of all, all our um, uh, cloud-based uh, applications because. Um... You can always change the data source or uh, push in the data source so that the application doesn't get really impacted as such.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's the idea and, and once your on-premise landscape is Fiori-tized, so to say, so aligned on the Fiori paradigm, both from an architecture point of view but also from a design point of view, the transition
2: is even easier. Okay, great. Uh, So, let me now come to um, some topics um, around cloud portal specifically. So, um, I think we have made a major transition from using proprietary technologies um, uh, towards open source. So, um, can you just um, explain in few words um, on what is the technology behind the cloud portal and how you call it more uh, more of a technology which is more close to the open source and not really a proprietary one?
1: Yeah, so I think that's, again, a general statement on HCP and not just Cloud Portal, and we're just kind of joining the trend. So as, as you probably know, and, and most of our listeners are aware, the on-premise that we restack is very proprietary. Uh, we have our own uh, UI technology. We have our own uh, HTML libraries. Everything is very uh, closed garden model. Which has its benefits, right? It's not just uh, it's not just bad to have a, such a proprietary model. It means that you know that things will work, that you don't have to spend a lot of time making choices between different technologies. And you're also kind of shielded from the advent of or the rapid evolution of UI technologies and frameworks. Right? So when you wrote with WebDip for Java, you weren't that concerned about the fact that every six months, there's a huge JavaScript uh, framework library because someone else took care of that for you. On our cloud platform, we took a a very different approach, a kind of a 180 degrees shift in in the mindset, where we said, let's use everything we can which is out there, which is open source, or which is standard-based. And only if we absolutely have to do we create Proprietary stuff. So this is um, a very big shift. So that means we're using standard Java, we're using standard HTML5 and CSS, which we've extended with the SAP UI5. And even if you look at SAP UI5, we've open sourced it to Open UI5. Um, are yeah. Using uh, Open Social yeah. as our interoperability standard. And everything we do around Fiori is based on lots of open source and lots of uh, 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 community-based interaction to determine what is it that we do next. And and I I have this list somewhere of all the different open source components, um, which we have in HCP
2: and Cloud Portal, and that list just keeps getting longer. Yeah, I agree because it was a very very big move from SAP also to uh, make uh, SAP UFI as a open source so that uh, a lot more customers can come and contribute or create UIS uh, which is uh, on the technology which is no more a proprietary one. Okay, so coming to the portal sites um, so uh, how do you really differentiate um, cloud portal portal sites vis a the regular standard um, sites? Or site creation that's available in the market
1: so that's a, a, a really good point I, I always keep telling people um, if you just want to build or just want to build a site if you just need a site builder SAP is probably not the right choice for you uh, just not, you know where our unique differentiator is, there are plenty of cool site builders out there I won't name the names, so I don't want to do free advertising. <laughs> a simple Google search will find them, and some of them are good friends of ours, which we learn a lot. Uh, we talk of XSAP, really good guys. Yeah, yeah. Our kind of delta, or our unique differentiator, is when we talk about business sites, where we want to talk about sites which... You need more than just uh, Facebook-based authentication. You actually need roles, that different people with different job functions will see different content, where you need to run transactions which securely and efficiently connect to various backend systems. When you're talking about a business site, this is where the Cloud Portal and and HCP uh, shine, because this is what we do. The site building today needs to be easy. It needs to be efficient, but I would say it's almost a commodity, right? And and um, and where we need to bring the value is by enabling out-of-the-box content, out-of-the-box business content, uh, by making it easy to connect to business processes and business roles which you have, and making it relevant for the, both the IT departments of our customers but also for the line of business people who need to build business sites easily uh, without having to rely on IT.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Um, um, now, as a continuation on this um, portal sites, can you also have some mashup scenarios where we have some content coming from HelpCP and some more coming from different sources
1: Yeah, and I think this is one of the areas where traditionally Portal is a bit different than most of the technology coming out of SAP. Mm-hmm. Uh, or portal and PI, I would put that both in the same bucket because we don't—we both do integration. Um, we are the ones who who reach the customer landscape, and we find that not everything is plain vanilla SAP at the customer landscape right Um, you you go and you build an application whether it's erp or crm or srm or or any other three-letter acronym and you just assume that this is the world but then each and every customer has their own uh, landscape of applications some sap some are third party i have yet to find two customers with the same sso configuration and Portal and PI kind of are the two integration pieces within our portfolio, Portal on the UI level and MPI or, or uh, PO on the on the uh, integration level or service level, uh, which have to deal with this complexity of real life. Right? So you'll have uh, all your business applications running on, on SAP but you'll have your document in SharePoint or in OpenText or in yep. and yep. you'll have uh, all your HR on ESS MSS but because of uh, local regulation you need to have a third party system because this is what your government requires in order for you to get a grant. All of these use cases are where the portal shows its value more than anything else because it's the only way to actually make all of these work together. Remember the value proposition we discussed at the beginning of the podcast, right? that should right. be single entry page to every business application which a user would need in order to get their job done efficiently and quickly.
2: that's a good point i think um, it kind of reiterates um uh, the real need for having cloud portal kind of a service on top of HCP as well. now um we spoke about cloud portal we spoke about the use cases we spoke about the technology and um, now um, do you have any success stories to share yeah
1: so so let's let's um, let me give um, two or three examples of customers and what they've been doing with uh, Hana Cloud Portal, I think it will do a good job in illustrating what is it we're talking about. And, and you know, you and me hand waving—even people—even even though though people can't see us, we're actually hand waving right now. <laughs> um, what? Um, the, one of the first use cases. Uh, which I have, and this is one of my favorites, is a, a small company in Long Island who needed to create a distributor. They, they had about 200 calls per day from their distributors. Where's my shipment? Right. The, the, this is a very costly thing operating a call center. They had one developer work for three months to build a distributor portal where the distributor logs in, types in the order number, and gets the order status straight from the ECC system on-prem. So I remember, one developer, three months. Truth be told that the developer spent one month just turning SAPUI 5. So it's a very small project, very limited in effort, and you can immediately calculate the ROI of saving 200 calls per day to your call center. 29. That is one of the first use cases we had and one which really illustrates the ease of use of having this out of the box. The second one is a company called GenBand who just presented at the last Sapphire and I hope will also present in the upcoming ticket Um, where they build a landing page for their employees. And in this landing page, they bring together HR-related ticketing system where an employee can open a ticket, kind of an uh, uh, HR shared services scenario about anything they want together with content from Jam and content from their SharePoint uh, on-premise document management system. And all of this they bring together with Cloud Portal. And one of the things which they were already able to show is that because their HR uh, service support uh, personnel get the tickets through the portal, through an automated system, that means that the workload on them, instead of answering the phone, the workload on them is reduced and their efficiency has increased because the tickets they get are structured and not someone just saying, oh, I don't know, this will work, this doesn't work. Once you fill a ticket, an online form implemented with SAPUI5 running on cloud portal that reduces the load on the service reps and increases their productivity because they get much uh, better data from the users.
2: That's very interesting point uh, because I always believe that um, cloud means faster ROI and faster results and to our mm-hmm. listeners out there uh, I think these two use cases um, are for you to understand that. Um, are looking at really increasing the ROI for our uh, customers, that they get the uh, maximum benefit with in the minimal time. And of course our Portal has a lot of things uh, uh, in that which can support you.
1: Two additional points which I would like to add, uh, um, which are important for me to note at this time. First of all, on SCN, the SAP Community Network, we're running a very nice developer challenge where uh, developers are invited to build their own sites and their own uh, applications running in Cloud Portal and share their story on SCN. And we'd be more than happy to get all of you to try and join and and get your developer credentials shown and and you get bragging rights uh, for joining this uh, developer challenge, that's one. And last but not least, uh, in uh, a few weeks from now. We will start this year's uh, TechEd season, SAP TechEd, which is our premier education event. Uh, the first one will be held in Las Vegas in October, and the second one in November uh, in uh, Barcelona in Spain. We will have tons of content around Cloud Portal and TechEd. Starting from hands on on how to build websites, how to extend cloud to customer, how to extend success factors, roadmap sessions, code gems, and of course, lots of uh, product managers and developers from our team who would be on site and would be more than happy to engage with you, learn about your use cases, and see how Cloud Portal and HCP can support you. Let's okay. see.
0: Yeah, so for those of you who want to participate in the developer challenge, the last day for submissions is 31st October. And uh, I think there is enough time for people to even try out the cloud portal. So people can request for a trial account on the HANA cloud platform and enable the portal services and just start their coding. So there would be enough time for people to also ramp up, learn and build something and submit their entry there is also a dedicated space for hana cloud portal on scn so people if they face any issues or if they need access to learning materials they could just go uh, to scn post their questions post their blogs read the existing blogs and get all the help that they
2: need the many thanks to our listeners for um, listening to this podcast, and uh, thank you, Arif.
1: Thanks, Chandra Mohan, and I'm looking forward to to seeing all of you in TechEd or hearing from you, and also hopefully next year TechEd in Bangalore, as mm-hmm. always.
0: Thanks, Arif. Thanks, Chandra Mohan, for joining.
2: The SAP Hana Cloud Platform podcast is powered by Open SAP. Open SAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and a thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. Provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. Open SAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today to one of our Open SAP courses on open.sap.com.